Harry Potter is a cultural phenomenon that is known by everyone young and old across the globe. Well, almost everyone. So for this season, we introduce our friend to the wizarding world who has never seen or read a single word, one film at a time. And we'll be your guides. I'm Lauren, and I'm the Hermione Granger of the group. I've read all the books, seen all the films, attended eight midnight premieres, and four book releases. I'm Andrew, and I'm the Ron Weasley of the group. And I don't know what that means. I'm Patrick, and I'm told I'm a muggle. So let's help this muggle become a master in the Pondering Potter podcast. Welcome to episode one of this very special series that we're doing that honestly, I don't I don't know that there's been a time that Lauren and I have been more excited or on the yeah. same page as right now. Uh, but this is episode <laughs> one of uh, this this fun adventure that we're going to be having with Patrick. So here's just kind of a quick like rundown of what we're going to do. Patrick has never seen any of the Harry Potter movies, nor has he read the books. Hey, right? that's yes, correct. I important. have never. I feel so alone. Yes, I think you are the last you person are. in the known in, in the charted universe that uh, that falls into that category. So, um, what we decided we were gonna do. I don't even know how this came up came about, but I love the idea. Uh, um, it I came think up it was, because in Slack, uh, I made a reference that I needed to like basically school Patrick. So I was going to go full Hermione. And he's like, I have no idea what that oh, means. Oh, yes. I remember this. Yes, I remember yeah. this. And uh, <laughs> so then the idea kind of uh, spawned from there. Anyway, what we're going to do, we're going to, these, these episodes are going to be broken into two pieces. You'll hear it all as one continuous episode. But the way that we're recording them is in two sections. We're going to record the first section where we are going to let Patrick speculate about each of the films we're gonna we're gonna do these all um based on the films except for the final one which is two movies but we're gonna put it into one jam-packed episode so this will be a seven yes. episode series um and we're gonna have patrick give us a synopsis of what he thinks the the, the book or the movie is going to be centered on or focused on and we're going to ask him a few questions just to get a feel for what he may know and what he may not know um going into the movie then we're going to stop He's going to watch the movie. Then we're going to come back and ask him to review the film and we'll kind of measure it up against what he thought was going to happen based on right. the, the premise. So um, that's. But we have to set a baseline of knowledge first. Yes. Yeah. Each episode, yeah. we're going to set a baseline. Each. I Each guess, episode, we're going to set a baseline of what you think you know about that, but we're but we're going to first set a baseline of what your general Harry Potter knowledge is. And so, Lauren, right, why don't I you... Do have, yeah. I do have some. I, I participate in pop culture. Yes. So I'm aware mm -hmm. of some character names and what I think some of their traits are. And, yes. and I have been to the Wizarding World. Yes, you have. So I, I have oh, it, I have seen... I've been okay. to the Wizarding World twice. Yes, you have. So I I have been... Uh, uh, You've been exposed so, to I've the Harry Potters. i exposed to, to... Yeah. <laughs> the hairiest <laughs> of Potters, might say. Yeah, I, uh, I, I have been exposed. <laughs> but, but I've never actually... A sip or two never, of butterbeer, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right, I've never watched the film. So I, yes. I've pieced together what I think is happening based on just pop culture, you know... Exposure. Uh, like yeah, and Lauren, Lauren couldn't be more excited. So, Lauren, why don't you kick us off into yes. into asking a few questions to get Patrick's general knowledge of Harry Potter? All right, so we're going to start off with the man himself, HP, Harry Potter. What do you know about this guy? Like, what does he look like? What is his personality like? Backstory. Tell me something about Harry Potter. 
I glasses, lightning bolt on the forehead. Mm-hmm. I, I, you okay, see yeah. that on everything. Uh, it's a big deal. The guy's it's a got very a big deal in the, the wizarding guy's world. Got a wand, and mm-hmm. uh, he wears a striped tie, which I'm assuming a lot of people wear striped ties. I want to say it's burgundy and blue. That's what I think it is. Okay, mm-hmm. right. just okay. trying to remember. Um, and otherwise, this is very detailed. Um, I love it. But otherwise, like I, I know that these there's how many films are there? There's six. There's eight, eight films. films. Eight. eight films. Yeah. So this is someone we're gonna see grow up, and this is someone that goes to school. So I imagine that, like mm-hmm. most films, this is someone that's Sorry. that is finding their confidence within the context of school, society, and the larger world. I, I would imagine that's a, a pretty strong guess. Okay, okay. You, Lauren, you did have a question to hone in a little yeah. bit. He don't, he knows about the lightning bolt. Yes, and as we mentioned, that's super important. Do you know how Harry got that scar? Oh, I thought it was he styled his hair in a lightning bolt right there. So oh, okay. I, okay. I didn't realize it was a scar okay. necessarily. <laughs> I'm gonna say cool it's tattoo. A, I'm gonna say uh, it has his. It happened when he was a kid. Someone tried to kill him, and he was left with that scar. Okay. Okay. That's, that's a guess. It's a, All right. That's so we're not we're not guess. gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna confirm or deny any of like any of these things, right? Lauren? To be fair, it's a no. guess because I thought his hair was in the style of a lightning bolt. Yes. So it's really <laughs> yeah. a guess, but it's not educated <laughs> I in, like at the all. Idea that Harry would take the trouble like every day <laughs> of his life to make <laughs> his like, hair in the shape of a he's, lightning he's bolt. He's very style forward. <laughs> he's part of the yes. capital. Like he was he was pre-capital Hunger Games. So he's he's got his <laughs> um special Patrick uh, hasn't seen those movies either. That's the, that's the next no, series we're doing. I have seen those. <laughs> Um, okay, I like that. So again, though, Lauren, we're not going to confirm or deny any of his guesses, right? We're just going to absorb mm-hmm. them, let them, let them permeate. Okay. Um, yeah. You said he went to school, so, yeah. Patrick. Yeah, I mean, I, okay. I know Hogwarts. Okay, I'm familiar with that, and I my understanding uh. is it's it's broken up into different categories. I think four, and I could okay. maybe. Do you have any idea what those four are, or what they even mean? Well, no, yes. I don't know what they. Yeah. Mean. Do you do you know what? Gryffindor, you know is the how, one you hear, or, Gryffindor is the one you hear the most. Okay. I okay, know yes, that a, yes. a griffin is a, like a flying lion, okay. so, and it comes across to mm-hmm. me as seeming kind of like regal and important, so I assume that's okay. for all the smart people. Okay. That's, <laughs> okay. That's a great guess. Um, uh, what are the other groups? There's a, uh, a Hufflepuff. Uh-huh. Okay. Are you reading these right off on. of a, Are you reading these? No, I okay, told good. you guys okay. I'm in pop culture, so I don't. No, I, that's I, I, fine. I, I, it looked like you were reading off a screen, and Hufflepuff is maybe <laughs> a little bit more obscure than some of even the other ones. So that's maybe. Well, I, I had this moment of yeah. I'm not sure if that's a Pokemon oh. or a house. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying that's to decide. Fair. I was yeah, trying to Jigglypuff, decide. Jigglypuff, Hufflepuff. Yeah, I was trying to decide <laughs> if I was saying a Pokemon's name before I said it. Hufflepuff. I, could, I choose you. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I hear it. <laughs> Yeah. I I have no idea what it honestly it sounds like all the fat kids. That's what I would guess. Like I would guess that okay. I would be a Hufflepuff. Just so based so, only on my so appearance. They're, they're breaking they're breaking up students in this school based on their knowledge, their their, their competency and knowledge and then also how fat they are. Your how weight. fat they are. Okay. Yeah. yeah, out of shape. So Hufflepuffs okay. are out of shape. What if you're fat yeah. and smart? Which which group do they throw you in? Uh, Depends which one you're more of. I guess that's the, I guess that's the third group. What's the third group, Patrick? <laughs> are are Muggles a group? Okay. Or are those like a type of people? 
There's no way to know for sure. Well, Patrick. you're gonna have to find I out. I know. Th- I know that a muggle is a word, but I think a muggle is probably a type of person. So never mind. Okay. Uh, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff. Those are the, those are the only. Oh, um. There's like an evil sounding. It's one. on the tip of your tongue, isn't it? That's a uh huh. There's like a there's like a bad one that I feel like all the yeah. all like the it's called the, the Patrick group. The rebels <laughs> go to, but I can't remember the name of it. But that's where the rebels go. All the Patrick Swayze's wind up. Patrick, there. It's, they're called the Greasers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I can't think of the okay. other one. So those are the right, only two. So that's yeah. okay. That's got, good. That's you got two out of four. four. So that's Not actually bad. pretty good. Okay. <laughs> um. So. I assume you know that they teach magic at Hogwarts, and that's not too much of a spoiler. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Do you know any of the teachers at Hogwarts? Uh, I'm a, a Snape. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you have to understand, the reason I might know and some then, of these is because at one point in time, the highest watched YouTube video of all time was the Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Potter, Potter pals. The Potter exactly. Potter pals. So I, Snape. that was literally Snape. for Father years. Snape. That was the highest rated <laughs> video on YouTube, or like most watched video, I should say. So yeah. the name Severus Snape has just bored into your brain by force. Yeah. From that video. <laughs> Harry Potter. In fact, Harry Potter. Ooh. Um, he also you, wears a black, he, he has like a black robe and then he has like a black shirt or, or he something. He calls it under. his Snape cape. Now, I, this is a fact I that, that I, I do know because I love reading random trivia. So I've never seen the film, but I do know his is the mm-hmm. only costume that does not change after the first film because the costume designer said that they they nailed it the first time. Wow. So if, if hmm. you watch the film, if you uh, watch, which we will, we'll watch the films. Yes. Other people, their costumes are going to change over time and iterate over time. His is going to stay the same the whole time. So I do know that. We should take right. this moment to say, because you said we're going to be watching the films, we're going to be streaming the films on HBO Max. This episode is brought to you by our friends at HBO Max. Uh, HBO, send us <laughs> money. Home box Please. office. <laughs> um, and then I also know there's uh, another teacher that has a crazy beard and rides a motorcycle that has a sidecar. Okay. That's I, not I, untrue. I yeah. think he's a teacher, and I feel like I would normally know his name, but I'm I'm blanking on it right now. All right, well we'll we'll uh, you okay. know we'll, we'll circle around to what some are, things. What do you think are a couple of classes that Harry takes at Hogwarts? Yeah, uh, like what are the uh, subjects that they teach there? Probably raising the dead would be an entire <laughs> class. Yeah, I can't Another imagine class. you covering that. It's more like, of a master study, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. Another class would probably be home economics. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Home ec, naturally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I know that they have a, uh, they have some type of recess. Yeah. I imagine they get, re- uh-huh. they get, they get yard time. They get yard time. Is, um, is, okay. So wait, let me ask this question. Do you Dementors. know? <laughs> Dementors. Hey, is that, that is a Harry group? Potter vocab word for sure. Is that the other? Do you know what a question? Dementor is? Oh, well, only based off Michael Scott's description, I think <laughs> they fly around. The That's worst part about prison is the Dementors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So apparently they're it scary and they it fly around. That's all I know. Okay. They um, sound like the monkeys from like Wizard of Oz. Oh, that's okay. Okay. That's a that's yeah. that's an interesting correlation. Um, the at at this Hogwarts school that he that he attends. Um, is it, would you, would you think that it is a traditional school or more like a college or like a boarding school? Like what, like, how would you classify the school? 
I assume it's a boarding school only because everybody has the same uniform. The school, like I, I know what the building looks like because I've seen the Lego set. So it's buildings. a private. So it's a private school. It looks, it looks big yeah, enough to, it, ha- it. to have like all the residences there. You know what I'm saying? Like it looks like all the kids <laughs> would live there on, okay. on premise or whatever. Like it looks gigantic. Okay. At least the Lego set does. Okay. Do you know how you might yeah. get there? You've been, you've been, you've been you to Hogwarts it, before. So how, do you remember how you got there? Well, we got there. Uh, via hidden like train platform type thing there was like the brick wall that we went through and then uh-huh. in the case of if you go to the wizarding world you go around that brick wall but then you're in like a train station and then you actually have to get on the platform and take the train into do you remember there. which platform it was does it have a half in it 23 and a half okay i don't know you're warm you're warm <laughs> that's good um all right go ahead so, i like to think vicinity you know i've also been by the way to the actual station that it's based off of in mm-hmm. london yeah that's all oh yeah but i don't I mean, remember the number it is a, it's I, still a real place because harry potter like lives in normal london when he's, yeah sure but i'm just saying like i've been there that's all yeah, i don't okay I, you, I don't you have been fully it. exposed to all things harry potter you just haven't divined into them <laughs> yeah and I'm, i think there's a white <laughs> owl named gus that gives you your invitation to school Okay. You seem yeah. to know an awful lot. <laughs> Feels like I, maybe maybe we can have you That's write really book sharp n- detail. We can have you write book nine. <laughs> I just can't yeah. wait to see how close or far off I am. I'm, I know. I'm, all right. I'm also so, excited. Uh, yeah. Harry does not hang out at Hogwarts all by himself. He has some friends there. Do you know anything about who he hangs out with? Hermione Granger, but it's because her name sounds yeah. like Heine, so I just can't forget that. Okay. Like you, you, you won't forget that. He has another friend that's a redhead, uh, Ron mm-hmm. Weasley, which I remember from the song. Okay, that's I was also gonna be like, from, "Do you remember yeah. the song?" <laughs> <laughs> so I remember Ron Weasley. I'm pretty sure there's another guy, but I can't remember his name. He seems unimportant. Okay. <laughs> okay. I love that you're that you're you're pulling everything from the Harry Potter puppet pals. That's that's your biggest frame of I mean, reference. It's not bad. It's not a bad frame of reference. I just think that it's funny. Okay. I like I like that you learned a lot from Potter Puppet Pals. You did. Yeah. You, you retained catchy. you retained quite a bit of of knowledge from from those short videos. Yeah. So, <laughs> do you know anything about those the two of them? Like their personality traits? Like you know, Ron was a redhead. Any other facts about them? Well, I I assume he has this. Okay. Here's another movie I haven't... So I've seen all the Lord of the Rings films. I don't remember them very well. But what's the... Uh, what, I was like, if we're if you hadn't seen Lord of the Rings, we're going to just stop right now and change it. And no, and Lauren's <laughs> going to quit the podcast. That's what was going to happen. <laughs> no. No, you wouldn't do that. But I'm just saying that um, uh, Samwise, I feel like he would have the personality of Samwise. That's my guess. Oh, because okay. like a, like a sidekicky okay. kind of... Yeah, and also like kind of like maybe this unconfident type thing but then ultimately like steps up to the challenge and pulls through or whatever like that's and how you, i imagine and you're mm-hmm. again just re- just retelling what you had said earlier in the kind of the general synopsis harry potter he grows up in this school and he's finding himself would you say that he is confident going into this is he kind of that that brazen type character is he the the leading man starting off is he shy is he like is he goofy? Is he funny? Like, like, what, what would you kind of 
characterize Harry Potter as... He's cocky. He's cocky. He feels like he probably knows more than he does. Okay. You know, but then I'm thinking that, like, Hermione probably shows him up and, like, oh, the girl's better than he is, and now he gets embarrassed. Classic. And then, like, I'm assuming there's Mm -hmm. probably a love, uh, at least triangle, if not, like, a love polygon at some point where, Mm. like, (laughs) where, like, this person loves Hermione, but then this person loves this person, and now Harry's all over this guy, and, like, I assume there's, like, things Now you're just tapping into what you know about film history, so. Yeah. That sounded like a lot of fan fiction. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But um, but then, but I'm, but I'm assuming that like, oh, I mean, ultimately his cockiness, uh, he, he's he's gonna have to like, he's gonna end up with his tail between his legs at one point. But then it's gonna he's gonna learn how to wield the power in a healthy way. Okay, and then his strength will okay. grow. Okay. That's what I would assume is like the kind right. of what we're gonna feel. Okay, good. Uh, All right, Lauren, got uh, one more question. Yeah. for like a good uh. Harry Potter vocab word. Tell me everything that you know about Quidditch. Quidditch is the sport where you have a, a broom and you fly around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I details? think you put a ball through some rings, but that's that would be my best It's guess. like the roller derby in the mm-hmm. sky. <laughs> it's, it's well... <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen Australian rules football? <laughs> so I have seen some video of like Quidditch being played like in modern day, where like there are people are on the ground with like a broom, like running around. Yeah. And I want to yeah, yeah. say like it's like Con. I want to say it's almost like croquet mixed with like soccer Rugby? or something. Mm-hmm. Well, rugby is a bit more violent, but yeah, like I don't know, I I, I don't fully remember what it looks like. Which so. which preceded the other? Did did was Quidditch a sport that they adapted into the film and books, or did it did it originate in the film and books and has no, now it been a, adapted? Originated in the film and books, and okay. then they they've yeah. Okay. Some people mm-hmm. took it too far, mm-hmm. and it became a sport. Okay, couple more questions. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna we're yeah. gonna nail down some. Like what we think you know or what you think you know about some of these characters based on their names. All right. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna okay. throw some some guesses out at this. Yeah. Lauren, why don't you take the first one? All right. We got Hagrid. Oh, he's the guy with the motorcycle. Okay. All right. That's that's, that's what I Again, yeah. we're not confirming or denying. That's, that's but what both I of think. us nodding our heads might be an indication that you might be on the right track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's uh about my size, um, mm-hmm. he might be a little bit bigger than me. I think I feel like the owl belongs to him or spends a lot of time with him, okay. because I think okay. I've seen that in Wizarding World. And then he has a motorcycle, but I'm pretty sure the motorcycle flies, and okay. that's and he seems like the good teacher. He seems like the one people like, like the one who would secretly uh, sneak you pot. Or like they would do pot with you under the bleachers. <laughs> or like they For would sure. sneak you food out of the cafeteria, but then accidentally eat it on the way. Or like they'd let you go. I had a teacher like this, by the way. A teacher who <laughs> would let you leave campus to go buy lunch, even though you weren't supposed to leave campus to buy lunch, as long as you bought them a sub from Subway back with you. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Hagrid would be that. Toll, man. Hagrid could be that guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. that's what I'd see for Hagrid. <laughs> All right. So, um... I have okay. a, a, a an obs- maybe an obscure sounding one. I don't know if you've heard the heard the name. The Sorting Hat. Okay, I think the Sorting Hat lets you know what house you belong to. Okay, mm-hmm. but I always imagine what's the big like bag looking guy from Nightmare Before Christmas? 
Oogie oh, Boogie. Oogie I always imagine the sorting hat as being like half of like <laughs> basically Oogie Boogie's head, but just hollowed out. That's what I imagine. They, okay. They that's look not, alike. That's not that's not a bad that's not a bad guess. <laughs> yeah. Um all, all right, right, Lauren, take the next one. Yeah, a little trickier one this time. Uh tell us all about Professor Quirrell. Never heard the name. But I'm gonna say that he's like the math teacher. And he tries to be nice, but also he's like by the book. And that he has a pet squirrel. <laughs> yeah. Even a blind squirrel <laughs> finds a nut every now and again. That's the, uh, exactly. you know, that old saying. <laughs> that old saying. <laughs> um, I never heard of it. I don't know who the heck that is. But we'll uh, go with math teacher. Yeah. I can't remember what my second one was. What was my Magical second? Magical math. Uh, oh, I think I said, I think I said my second one was Snape, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, Snape. But we are we talked about Snape. So Snape. Yeah. Um, we need a new one. Give us a little he, bit deeper. So I feel like I do know some of Snape's progression. He is he is seen as a villain early on, but then he becomes like a helper later. Like it like mm-hmm. that that's kind of but he's I know he wears like all black and I I think he has like black hair and it's yeah. all like and do he just know, looks do you know who very plays him? No. Okay. That's fine. We won't we won't we'll 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 discover this together. All right. Yeah. That's yes. uh that was mine. Lauren, you have one final one? We got Lawrence one, Fishburne. one last one. Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's another owl. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh we got Fluffy. Tell us what you think Fluffy is. That's the dragon from the land before time. <laughs> it's a totally different movie. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, he caught so, on to our he caught on to our little plan, Lauren. <laughs> Tell us what you know about Zoro. Like <laughs> I don't I do not know what a fluffy is, but I do think from being at Wizarding World, I have seen what looks like this like flying creature that has like white mm-hmm. fur, and I'm gonna assume that's a fluffy. Okay. But I have okay. no idea. You're assuming a fluffy that there are many fluffies by the way you're saying that implies that maybe fluffy is like a designation for something and not the name of some well maybe body or this something. one is a fluffy but i i would assume there's like more okay all right yeah that's i mean that's fine but again, i'm just like, trying to, I'm trying to heard... clarify what your like what your understanding is going into it mm-hmm. but i'm saying that i've never yeah. heard the word fluffy like i've sure. never heard that word okay all right all right so i think we have and one then... final thing yeah I think we have. I'm going to segue to one in between. Cool. Before That's great. that last one. That's great. Who is the bad guy in this story? Who's the antagonist? In the first movie, or all of them? Start. Let's start. Either. Let's start. Yeah. Just your general knowledge. We're going to well, get into the yeah. first movie in just a second. Uh, I, the name who should not be named or whatever. It's Voldemort, who does mm-hmm. not have a nose. This is talked about extensively in the office. By the way, Dwight gets, <laughs> Dwight gets upset because uh, what's his name wants to call his team Voldemort, Voldemort. and he starts chanting Voldemort. Voldemort. And like Dwight that's, is like, that's, by the way, that mind. episode is Beach Day. If you're looking for it, <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's like we'll find it quickly. Four episodes before you get to dinner party, which is great. And that's uh, that season is solid. Anyway, is. um, so Voldemort. Okay. Um, I, 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 so this is what I assume, and this kind of gets into what I think is happening in like the plot of the first film. And again, I haven't mm-hmm. seen the first film. Great segue. That's a great. That's what we want to. That, want is, you that is our to next us, question. So yeah, yeah. I assume it's kind of like an event. You know, like when you watch Avengers and you see like 
they go through and they finally like beat the first big like guy and for them like they've eliminated the threat and they did it and then like you kind of zoom out into space and then thanos is like sitting on a planet like you know now i'm on deck type thing and it turns out he's the real threat you know that was like a little minion sure that's kind of what i feel my assumption is they're going to be fighting something in the first movie that's really ultimately like inconsequential I don't th- I don't think Voldemort like maybe you get a whisper as like a teaser or maybe you think something is attributed to one person and later on it becomes but I I my guess is Voldemort is not mentioned in the first film and if Voldemort is mentioned it's like a very passing and maybe like only at the very end like so a I'm singer assume, yeah like I, I don't think that this film has stingers <laughs> but I'm just saying like that's how I imagine it so I'm assuming there's a completely different foe. Now, I'm sure the biggest foe is fitting in in school. That's probably like the primary <laughs> foe in it's the, the coming, first film. Ultimately, this <laughs> first movie is, is puberty. A, this, this movie is a coming-of-age film. It's essentially yeah, a John yeah. Hughes film. <laughs> but, it, but I mean, it's an origin story. I mean, it's like, uh, and, and it mm-hmm. is, it's someone that's getting used to school. I assume we've seen a lot of, you know, I'm sure you have the people that have been there and they, they know the ropes and you have like the new people who need help and some of them are jerks and some of them like lend a hand like i'm sure all that kind of stuff happens but my guess is whatever the foe that people rally against is in the scheme of eight movies is super unimportant okay um i think that's a good place to to stop are there any i have so many others that i could ask but i don't want this to be exhaustive yeah um yes let's uh are you good with leaving it there lauren is there a janitor in the film that's a great yes. question. We'll have to find out. Because yes. we, I know we've joked about it on the podcast, but I'm question. not sure what part was serious or not. What's the janitor's name? Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need to know. Okay, so the point is we're breaking now. We're going to go watch the first film. Yeah. And then we're going to... Mm-hmm. So not with the base. Not, I know some of the stuff we talked about may not get unveiled until later although sure. may- maybe mm-hmm. everything we talked about i don't know i don't know i don't know yeah. but in any case we're now going to go watch the film come back and then y'all ultimately we're going to have to grade to see how i did on my yeah. pop quiz just we're now. gonna we're gonna grade we're gonna yeah. grade you and then you're gonna grade the film like you're gonna yeah. do mm-hmm. your normal after the film uh post film review like where this is essentially like your first watching of any of these things so uh i'm excited I, to I'm, hear what you think it's gonna be interesting for y'all to see if it holds up I'm seeing it for the first time. This will be like the 50th watch for me. I know it holds yeah. up. So like I'm I'm fine. I'm going to watch it with um, you though. I'm watching it tonight as well. I so. hope that oh, I don't hate it. Oh, I'm glad you guys it. get to watch it together. I hope that I don't hate it because if I hate it, I have to watch seven more. <laughs> You've got seven more to watch. <laughs> I will say if you are like me and Andrew and you've seen these movies like 500 times and you're going to jump in on this, at least for the first one, there is an option to watch wizard people dear reader which is one of my favorite things in the entire world which is this uh like artist and comedian brad neely narrating over the entire first movie with just a made-up version of what he thinks is happening and it is so funny (laughs) i'll I'll put a link yeah the other thing you can do if you've already seen the film and you've already seen what lauren's talking about 
Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> you can watch that show. <laughs> or actually, uh, you could also go watch The Wizard, the 1980s video game film starring Fred Savage and uh, Bo, uh, Bridges. Bo Bridges. Um, you could also... You could watch also the Wiz. watch The Wiz. <laughs> it's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the Michael Jackson version of The Wizard of Oz. Which, if you haven't seen, hop over see that film. And then you can watch the Oz, version of Wizard of Oz, Oz, the Oz HBO, HBO show. Drama. When you're done watching that on HBO, <laughs> hop over and watch the Harry Potter films, which are all streaming now on HBO Max. Again, thank HBO you, Max. HBO Max, for putting us up to the challenge. We thank you for your services. Now just send us a check. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to break here and uh, we're going to go watch the movie. I'm going to go pop some popcorn and uh, we're going to get our Harry Potter on. Uh, we'll see you in a minute. And roll credits on the first film of the Harry Potter franchise. So first, before we jump into any of the questions, let me ask a question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Patrick, did you watch the movie? I, I did. <laughs> and here's how I can confirm I saw the movie. I now know that Fluffy is not a white dragon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You learned um, at least one new thing. All right, so we've all seen the film. We've all at least once uh, watching it again. I did have some. I did have some things watching it with like a critical eye, trying to view it from mm -hmm. like the lens of a person who's not watched it before. I did pick up on a couple of new things that were interesting, but we'll we'll get there as we go. Lauren, why don't you kick us off into uh, the the review portion of the episode? All right, so Patrick, first of all, I want to just ask: Did you enjoy it? Like, what would be your little like after the film blurb? about this movie how do you feel here's my biggest takeaway my biggest takeaway is that i actually did have nostalgia for the film but but reverse <laughs> i had nostalgia for <laughs> universal's wizarding world so when i was watching it i was okay. feeling all these warm feelings about being at universal um as opposed to i guess most people would go to universal and feel these warm feelings about the movie, about the movie. so i have this crazy reverse nostalgia watching the film now outside of that wait wait wait, wait before yeah. you jump off of that because that's because yeah. i had a question about that um i think i did too knowing yeah. that you've been to the wizarding world and we've been there together how do you feel mm -hmm. universal did in bringing that world to life well clearly they filmed the movie at universal studios <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i, I mean I, I don't know that how it's you could have made it feel any more like the film i mean it's it's identical it's exact yeah, yeah. That, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Even in reverse order. I was going to ask now that you've seen the movie, are there any like memories you have from going to Wizarding World that now like make more sense or are more interesting? Like Gringotts is a huge part of Wizarding World. And now you know what that is. Yeah. I don't know that necessarily any of the items make more sense other than just confirming that all of the items do exist in the film world. But but I don't know that like, and that any of them you know because there's and and there's like shop displays and things like that and you realize like how much detail is it in the Wizarding World from the film so yeah 
I was actually like remembering how crazy like the Ollivander shop is when I watched it in the movie because I'm like, man, they they have like all these tiny, tiny boxes and every detail considered. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, they definitely, I mean, well, they definitely put uh, their money there into making that an exacting replica. So that's, it's one of those uh, pieces of like, that piece of the park is so amazing that I feel like it's worth the price of admission just to, to go to Diagon and, and and just to explore all that. So, um, no, all, all that is great. So, yeah, I, I had this weird reverse nostalgia about that. Now, outside of that, the movie itself, um, I actually like the feel of the movie. So it definitely, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. So this is what's surprising to me. I grew up in a, a culture where Harry Potter was bad because wizards were bad. You know, it's like magic. The magic, I guess. Church kids can't watch it because it's magic mm-hmm. type thing. Well, then when you actually watch the film, uh, Harry is a very good role model. I mean, the, yes. the, the, the abuse he endures growing up and then the, the <laughs> person he manages to stay uh, and then the, the person that he is, uh, even when he's, you know, when he goes off to school and, and you see him over the course mm-hmm. of this, like he is a very pure at heart character uh and and so it's interesting because i was expecting i said this beforehand i was expecting Mm -hmm. someone to come in that had like a bit of like i'm hot stuff and had to be knocked down a couple pegs and that's completely not at all what happened yeah i actually thought that was one of the funnier like ideas that you had because it's like Harry has no ego whatsoever because he's not famous at all. And I was going to say one of the big things that you didn't know about was the kind of entire Dursley experience. Right, right. So yeah. what an incredible role model, especially if you're thinking from like, you know, I'm like 12 year old, 14 year old, mm-hmm. whatever, like the age range is, you know, um, that, great it's it's amazing to me that that parents are like withholding like keeping their children from being you know from from seeing this and at the same time mm-hmm. this would have been someone great to actually put in front of your kids for them to look up to well it's for sure yeah, yeah it, it it epitomizes the idea that someone is judging the the book by its cover as opposed to because the literal mm-hmm. cover of the book has him leaning over like a cauldron for this first book. At least the original artwork did. So there's a, there is mm-hmm. a sense that, uh, oh, just on premise, they have dismissed the property without knowing anything about it, which is indicative of what many people do with lots of things in our world as it is. So, yeah. <laughs> and then my third takeaway is that uh, it's clear to me that there were large chunks of content missing so the the movie still played very well i enjoyed the film mm-hmm. um and it it, the, it nothing felt too long but there are points in the film where it it feels a bit jumpy like it almost feels sure. like you said like oh well we don't have time to address this 50 pages of this book so let's just cut this 50 pages out and i do think you feel that because there's a couple times where it it feels like it it cuts mm-hmm. pretty far forward um, and I could I could see where if you had read the book, you would have the opportunity to fill in a fill in a lot of gaps, and you would probably yeah. have a lot deeper understanding than someone that's just seeing the movie. I mean, I, I could see where if you only watch the film, th- there's going to be potentially some pretty there's... large things you don't understand, or some pretty large like concepts mm-hmm. that that you miss because again, you can kind of fill 
you can kind of feel that there's these I keep using fill and feel like interchangeably out it's my southern don't worry about yeah. it it's okay we'll fix we'll fix it in post <laughs> yeah you can feel these big, <laughs> these big chunks of content missing so it, i still enjoyed the film i still enjoyed the tone of the film mm-hmm. i think it 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 is a great tone for the the target audience because i recognize that i'm older than the target audience at this point sure. and I, I think it probably plays really well to the target audience i think he's a great role model um but it was a little jumpy in places that's fair and i think like the Harry Potter like books versus movie adaptations are something that fans talk about a lot because you know like you could kind of sense it already that like the books just kind of are more in depth and I do think that the like first two movies are the most like quote unquote like accurate um, adaptations of the books and they start going like a little more and more um, well because the the books get exponentially longer as the series goes along but the, mo- but the movies yes. don't the movies still stay within like a within the the target range for a movie which would be a two minute or two hour 20 minute to two hour 45 minute range but yeah the content that they're pulling from gets vastly more you know just mm-hmm. larger so and they that's to happen and uh Aside from the first two films, they're almost all directed by different um, people. So I think they all have like different feels after the first two. Yeah, the well, weirdest one that. I think is the the fourth film that Spike that Spike Lee. That's the weird one. Um. <laughs> that one is actually my favorite of the films. Um, I'm just imagining like the dolly pushes. The push. On the that's camera. exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, there's lots of uh, really introspective shots with Harry where everything just kind of pushes back behind him. Um, all right. So, do you have specific questions then for him, Lauren, about the about the movie? Um, I think we've kind of covered a lot of the things that um, we were. Like just kind of in your review, uh, I'm curious though. Like, which which characters did you like? Uh, like you, I thought it was funny that you thought at Hogwarts they have like normal classes like math and stuff because they absolutely do not. It's all magical classes. Like, were any of the teachers really interesting to you or things like that? Well, Quirrell had a lot of depth. Um, you know, it, <laughs> well, it's still school. I mean, I think your kids got to do learning. You know, they still got to fit in other places. Who knows? Yeah, but now they can like magic and ATM. Who so? Who cares? <laughs> I guess so. That's a good. That's a great question. Why can't? Why can't? Wh- why does money matter? At the beginning, like they're in the train, and and Ron's like, he he doesn't well, you have, have, to have any- wizard money in Wizard World. You can't have Muggle money in Wizard World. I know, but think- but still, like, why can't you? Why can't you man? Like, why can't you craft it? Why do you even need money if you can? Uh, this is more of a. I that's think a, wizards- more of a question that's like. Right, because resources seem to seem to be a bit uh, limitless. Yeah, it's very ethereal. Mm-hmm. You can pull things from from nothing. But anyway, that's that's to be discussed later in the movies as we get deeper. I yeah, suppose. we'll, we'll discuss that when we get to number seven. Uh, I, you know, I don't know that. You know what's what's funny is that uh, for Hermione's character, I have a mm-hmm. uh, IRL friend that acts that I think is just like that. So that uh, so are now you I'm meaning just, me? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm actually. Uh, what's funny is her name is also Lauren, but it's a different Lauren, and it's also Ruben. It's Lauren Ruben. It's a different Lauren Ruben that he also podcasts with. No, uh, Andrew, you've met Lauren Cottrell. Yes, I have. Um, I, sh- they remind me of each other. For so I'm like drawing that comparison a lot. That's and funny. Uh, and then I have another family that reminds me of the family that Harry Potter grew up with. 
Mm-hmm. Then he ultimately mm-hmm. escapes. I have a family that very directly reminds me of that family as well. So I'm drawing those comparisons. Maybe also. don't mention those. That's people. funny. Yeah, those. Are, that's <laughs> yeah, the don't one tell I'm, them that. I won't say that one out loud, but I'll say the other one out loud. Uh, no, I mean, I, I think the character I I I don't know that there's a specific character I gravitated towards in. Or like, who are you excited to like learn more about in the future films? But Maybe I mean, probably everybody is what I'm saying. Like what I'm saying is mm-hmm. like, I didn't see myself as any of the characters, which is normally why you mm-hmm. would gravitate towards someone because you have some level of empathy and understanding for how that character is behaving. I, I, I don't know that I had that towards anyone. The the funny thing is the, the character I probably liked the most was, uh, I think he was the Quidditch team captain. Uh, that Oliver Wood. That got like two <laughs> saves weirdly enough like oh i think gosh. he might have actually been my favorite character over the course of the film as far as just the limited interaction well don't get used I to really him hard i laughed really hard when he came on screen because like i remember every girl had a crush on that actor when this movie came out yeah and i can see myself in him i get that you know <laughs> yeah yeah i see you more as the uh, captain for sure the other quidditch guy that was kind of a jerk with the jacked teeth lumber mouth yeah <laughs> <laughs> I see I see you in him. Because he because like he's Slytherin, because he's Slytherin so seeker. because he's so uh, athletic. That's what I mean. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> I just don't think Well, that we does spend... bring me to my next question. Oh, go well, ahead. Go ahead. But I'll say, I just don't think we spent a lot of time with any one person is the yeah. issue. Like, I mean, arguably we spent the most time with Harry, but I'm saying like if you're to ask me about like professors and things, we really don't see the professors mm-hmm. a lot in this film, so I don't I don't really I, yeah. I'll be excited to see how they all evolve, but I don't have any strong feelings about any of them. Yeah, yeah, just curious. You're like, oh, they seem interesting, kind of thing, you know. Clearly, um, but would... um, I'm gonna cosplay as a uh, uh, what's his name with the flying motorcycle, Hagrid. 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 Like, clearly, I mean, I'm six. You'd foot definitely seven. be perfect for that. Oh, Natural. shouldn't have said that. <laughs> shouldn't have said that. I, that's my favorite. I was like, you... that's my favorite. <laughs> Go ahead. That's all. Hagrid's That's my favorite adorable. line from ha- from Hagrid in this movie because he says it so many times. Oh, shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember if he keeps saying that in future movies. It's not. It's not a. It's not a theme that continues on. But it for sure that that line or that that idea. Hagrid happens. like for sure can't keep secrets. And it was also funny watching this because I haven't watched it in a long time. When he first meets Harry, he's like, "Please don't tell anybody about this." At least like five or six times. Yeah. And it's like, dude, why does Harry trust this guy? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did right. at home think, Patrick, I did uh, watching this think that that you would at some point say, you're a hairy wizard, instead of saying you're a wizard, Harry, but <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. But that seems like a line that you would intentionally flip. It just You seems... know, that was on the bottom of a Sobe bottle cap at one point. You're a hairy wizard? You're a wizard, it, Harry? It was. No, you're a hairy wizard. If yeah. you Google <laughs> that, you will find it on a Sobe bottle cap. I love it. All right, Lauren. I'm glad that you did that. So my next question is, before we started this whole thing, you put yourself in Hufflepuff House. Would you change that now that you know a little bit more about this? Oh, do you even know what all the four... Can we quiz you real quick? What are the four? Yeah, yeah. Ravenclaw, Mm -hmm. Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, and... uh... The one that Harry didn't want to go to that uh, the other guy went to. We'll give you a hint. It's a snake. It's a snake symbol. It starts with an S. Yeah. The problem is, I just think snake. Hey, a, a when snake. You say that. A snake be Slytherin. 
Oh, Slytherin. Yeah, Great thing. there we go. The problem is, I think of the problem is, I think of Severus. Like that's what I and I know it's not House Severus, yeah. but I know yeah. Snape is it, like he's the guy that's in, in, in the head of the house. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, here's the thing though: we didn't really learn anything about the other houses. Gryffindor apparently seems like where all the good kids go. And and other than <laughs> Slytherin, everybody and the rest of the school cheers whenever something good happens for Gryffindor. I noticed that I've in noticed the watching of this. Yeah. It's like, what the heck is going on? Where is the house pride for the other two houses? Come on, people. <laughs> they just like a- actively boo when people yeah. get like, into Slytherin. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, And the movie really only focused on those two houses. So I, I can't tell you yeah. if I would, what house I think I belong to. Because Andrew, I don't know anything about him yet. What uh, house are you? So I I self-identify as Slytherin. Um, really? But, yeah. But on my uh, so on my Pottermore, which I think we need to do Pottermore with Patrick at some point Absolutely. in the next couple Absolutely. of episodes. Uh, my Pottermore, I believe, if I remember correctly, my, my Patronus is a salmon and my oh. house is Ravenclaw, if I remember correctly. If Interesting. I, I would totally put you in Gryffindor, but I'm definitely a Ravenclaw. <laughs> well, if you're Ravenclaw, then I wouldn't be Ravenclaw. So I self-identify as Slytherin, though, because it because it yeah. makes sense to me. I was thinking Patrick would be Slytherin, actually. So do I. Just because he's yeah. he's un- <laughs> just because he's underhanded, and no, remember his not because of that, and because he's athletic. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks good in green. Yeah. Okay. What else? Fun. Um, I was going to ask you this question before, but I thought it was too hard. So now I'm going to ask you it now, Patrick. Did you know the like theme song or like was that something that like escaped you otherwise? Because you're you like music. So Whatever I don't know if that's something you were aware of. Predictability. There's Harry <laughs> and the <Potter> stuff. DMD. <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I've heard it. I've been to the Wizarding World. I've been to King's Cross. Yeah, I guess that's true. I've been to places. But like, would you be able to sing it off the top of your head? Can you do it right now? It's really just a couple of notes. No, I I can't. That's okay. Patrick, you can say say that you whistled it and no one will ever know the difference. That's true. No one will know. (laughs) No, I I can't. edit it cleverly. um, Yeah. No, it might be a minute before I can like whistle it. Okay. Before I actually have it memorized by but, book but look, by I, book seven, eight, movie eight, you'll for sure be able to do it. I think I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I've I've heard the I've heard it. Yeah. But okay. no, I, mm-hmm. I and I could probably pick it out of a lineup. Like if you put it in a lineup, I could probably pick it out. I just don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, love that you I feel said like like when I thing. started watching the movie, <laughs> two different ways. When I started watching, <laughs> oh, we're good. Are you say what I was going to say? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. When I started to watch the movie and heard the music, I was like instantly like super nostalgic because I felt like that was like this big cue that I like had kind of not like thought about in a long time. So I feel like that was like a big piece of these movies that is like, you know, in the pop culture atmosphere. Yeah. So how many owls yeah. are there? On a scale of one I mean, to what? How many owls there are in the universe? Like, <laughs> what, what kind of question is that? How many owls like at are Hogwarts? There? But like there were a lot of owls. Yeah. So you mean there, at Hogwarts, how many owls are there? I mean, well, also ass- assaulting those people's house with the mail. I'm just saying, like there were a lot of owls. How many? How many male mm-hmm. carriers are there? Un- yeah. Untold numbers. How many female carriers are there? 
That's a greater question. It's a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, was, I keep talking about Hermione. How many when are you going to talk are, about his how many? Hermione? <laughs> I, I assume that I thought owls were like. I'm not saying they're like going extinct, but for some reason I didn't think there were a lot of them in the world. And I remember being surprised at how many owls. No, there are lots Little of did owls. did you know that wizards have been stealing all of the world's owls for that's, mail that's delivery why purposes extinct. for years? Yeah. <laughs> that's why they're extinct. No, I think, I mean. So we don't see owls nearly as often as we used to, thanks to wizards. Yeah, they're the carrier owl, owls, the, it just seemed like what they take their job super serious because they, the first one that comes, he's not going to leave until he knows Harry has received his letter. And so he stays mm-hmm. there, and then they just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. Um, but you, not everybody gets an owl. Like, as you saw, like, Harry got an owl as his as his partner, his pet, or whatever you call them. Yeah. But, like, they're, Ron they're has a rat. Really familiars, but, yeah. Yeah, they're, like, familiars, yeah. So, like, um, mm-hmm. so the, I think they, they reserve most Neville of the owls for, for, carrying, uh, for carrying mail around, around the world. Let me, let me ask this, too. What's the family that he grew up with? The Dursleys. The Dursleys. The Dursleys. So The Winslows. That's who I grew up with. They <laughs> They were willing to make their lives miserable. Like live in a lighthouse or something. Yeah. <laughs> apparently. Like they were they would rather do that than Harry get a piece of mail. So that is literally yeah. one of the well, things that I thought about. Well, they didn't want him to become about. a wizard. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't want... want him to become a wizard, not just to get the letter. Yeah. I I, uh, I, I had that thought this time around. I'd never thought it before, but thinking they up and moved to a lighthouse, and I'm like, that has to be explained more in the book because in the movie, it is so <laughs> irrational that they're just like, we need to get out of here. And then they're on this island where this lighthouse yeah. is in the middle of a storm. And I'm like, well, that seems like a leap. <laughs> I mean, if, if like to get technical, I think the answer is because like Petunia knows that like her like sister and like that family like died because of magic. So maybe she's just like very paranoid about like being around magic at all. Yeah, but, but she doesn't explain that very well. Also, she's basically just like, also you she, bye. Yeah, she also doesn't love Harry. It's not like she's not super a, in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would be one thing if they were, you know, we're raising him the best we can. We're providing yeah. him a good life, and we don't, we don't want to introduce this other thing. We want to be able to protect him and keep him in our. They're not doing that. They're using him as a doormat. They're awful to him. So why do they? Why do they give two shits if he goes off and like just fucks off to a school also, somewhere else? I know why. I realized it in this yeah. conversation. It's because if he goes to school, they lose their slave. That's exactly yeah. why. Yeah. And they're selfish. They but, don't want him going away. But if there's a chance that he learns magic and you just like crapped on him his whole life, like you are not going to be on the winning side of this. That's true too. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to get that ATM manifested out of nowhere. And I got to say, I wouldn't no, trust, I, I wouldn't trust an 11 year old who all of a sudden knows magic after magic after pissing them off my, mm-hmm. whole, my whole life. You know what I mean? Like that. Exactly. Yeah. I can see that being an I argument. did also think it was funny to like the the safety level of the plan of like hiding Harry with the Dursleys makes zero sense because like wizards exist like regularly in the world. They could have been at that zoo and any wizard could have recognized Harry Potter and been like, hey, Voldemort, there's that kid you've been looking for. Well, I also, the, my last thing that kind of bothered me was that um, moving is not something that uh, you can just 
it's difficult to do under like the cover of night all right like typically you like load up a car and you know there's like packing day and then you have to drive and there's unloading or whatever owls fly there's a lot of them mm-hmm. it just seems like it would be really easy to follow the family like how do you escape <laughs> like winged creatures especially like hundreds of them camped outside of your house like how do you fool them and end up on an island somewhere well, else and think that you're going to be hang on. better off we've already said this the owls take their job seriously the owl's job is to deliver that mail to harry potter at that address if no one has addressed any of these things to the lighthouse they're not going to the lighthouse They've done their job. Mm-hmm. And they're just mean? still at the house loading it full of letters. <laughs> they get back to, when they get back to the house <laughs> after might, vacation, yeah. it's just they totally open the full. door and it just pours out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. That's, yeah. That they answers that the question. Next, like they when, spend the entire year that Harry's at Hogwarts getting rid of all the acceptance letters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's that was year one. Uh, we've got mm-hmm. a lot more Harry Potter uh, in store, and I am excited about these next couple ones because as we Me go, too. we get to do more. Uh, we get to readdress some characters that get introduced into the film. Um, there's some fun stuff. I have I have some ideas for things we can do moving forward too, where we give mm-hmm. you the uh, the spell that's cast, and you have to tell us what that spell does. Oh, that's a great I think idea! That would be a lot of fun. So um, great idea. Final word on this then, Patrick. You need to rate the film, right? Yes, definitely. So, slightly tough, but I'm I'm rating it for the audience it's meant for. So, I'm assuming like You can like, give your own rating, like it's your I, opinion. But, but again, that's a, but that's a little bit difficult because it'd be like if I was rating Callaloo, I'm not the audience that Callaloo is made for. So, well, it would get a, a zero in either way, but the point I'm just trying to make is that like these are made for a group of people, and so I do think you should rate them based on who it's made for. I think that's that, fair. Yeah. I okay. That's fair. I mean, that's and you. From that standpoint, I mean, this feels like a, a probably an eight and a half for me. I I think that if I had read the book, my guess is it would have probably put bumped it a little higher. And I could see if you're coming into it completely blind and don't have any understanding how that could bump it slightly lower. But I'm going to say if you have a mild understanding of what's going on and you're in the age range it's made for, I would say an eight and a half. I'm excited for the upcoming films. Good. I think uh, they they yeah. dive in a little bit deeper and the age mm-hmm. of who the, the, which is what's really interesting about these movies and the mm-hmm. books, the age that they're for changes and goes up as the as the years progress and so i believe we'll hit a part where you realize that you are the target audience um maybe movie one book one wasn't you because it's at about 11 year old but as as things kind of change and uh, and um adapt and and start to come together i think you'll see that you quickly become the actual target audience and you can be can seeing can you can be seeing these things through that same lens. So I'm excited to see what mm-hmm. the, these next movies do. Okay. Yeah. Any final words, Lauren? Yeah, I've got trivia to play. Oh yeah. So this is going to be a fun uh Instagram giveaway. So I'm going to ask three Harry Potter trivia questions uh and we're going to have these posted on our Instagram as well and whoever answers all three first correctly first <laughs> we'll get a special m of one harry potter sticker awesome okay. yay Sweet. one of a kind or so, will we have these periodically throughout this series 
We're going to have one for each episode. Okay. All right. Sweet. Yeah. Like so it. you can only win these Harry Potter M of One stickers through participating in this fun little trivia contest. Okay. And Ready? they will be in- imbued with magic. Yes. Yes. And exactly. out imbued with magic. In and out imbued with magic. Mm-hmm. All right. Go ahead, Lauren. All right. So credit to my friend Kat Cobb for writing all these questions for us. She's awesome. She is like the biggest Harry Potter fan ever. So and she'll awesome be writing these questions every week. So give her a follow. Yep. She she already did. <laughs> Love it. She's awesome. Okay. So you go from easy to hard and I'll start with the first one. So what is the platform number that the Hogwarts Express leaves from? All right. The second question is what instrument is playing to keep Fluffy asleep? And the last question is what chess piece does Hermione replace? Ooh, that last one's tricky. Okay. Yeah, it's a good, right. she has good ones. All right. all right, so I'll have these written up in our Instagram, and the first person to answer all three correctly will win. Yep, indeed. All right. Well, that's one step closer to helping this muggle become a master. Subscribe so you don't miss the next film, and play along with us at mof1.network slash ponderingpotter. But for now, I'm Andrew. I'm Lauren. I'm Patrick. Confundo. Expecto Patronum. Exfoliate. <laughs> <laughs>